This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 4th of May. What The Flux is the show for bite-sized business news. In five minutes every single day. Now, Justin, get this. The Commonwealth Bank has run the numbers. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that for April, Australians were actually better off under JobSeeker than they were before the coronavirus. Wow. Aussies made more from the government payments than we lost in wages. How about that? Three very juicy stories today, Justin. Let's do Let's it. Let's get into them. For our first, Tencent, the Chinese internet giant mm-hmm. has bought a big part of Australia's very own Afterpay. Okay, this is very fascinating. Many of us know Afterpay. Mm-hmm. They basically created Buy Now Pay Later as a thing in Australia. <laughs> but who is Tencent? Okay, Tencent is actually the biggest gaming company in the world mm-hmm. and also runs huge social media platforms. And it's worth a lot more than its name suggests. Mm-hmm. It's worth a lazy $750 billion. <laughs> oh now, that's around seven times the Commonwealth what? Bank. It's gigantic. It's huge in China and it owns the the Chinese equivalent of Facebook named WeChat. So how much did Tencent pay? Tencent paid $300 million for 5% of Afterpay. Mm. So what's the key learning here? This hookup between Afterpay and Tencent could be considered some sort of a strategic alliance. And what is that? That's basically an arrangement between two companies that have decided to share resources Mm -hmm. and they have a bigger financial goal in mind over the longer term. The big question here is why would Tencent, aka China's Facebook, why would they want to invest in a fast-growing Australian payment Company. Well, some may think it's because Tencent wants to one day get access to data on Australian Ooh. customers. For Afterpay, though, Tencent gives them the option to work together mm. and possibly in yeah. China. Which is an opportunity that doesn't come around very often for many global companies. Mm. Overall, customer payments data is super valuable. It is. And Afterpay has a lot of it in Australia. And now in the US too. Hence why Tencent may be so keen to get involved. For our second story, the new movie Trolls World Tour has been released and it's doing really well mm. right now. Now, which could mean big changes for the movie industry. Yeah. Bit of a backstory here. Back in March, cinemas were forced to close because of the pandemic. And the big movie studio Universal Pictures wasn't so mm-hmm. thrilled about it. They were supposed to be launching Trolls World Tour a few weeks later. While the launch has been delayed in Australia, yep. Universal did something rare and risky in the US and the UK. It was the first blockbuster to skip a theatrical Ooh. release and go straight to digital. I'm talking YouTube. I'm talking Amazon Prime Video. I'm, I'm talking Apple TV. But it ain't free, Brett. It actually costs around oh. 20 bucks to watch it. Now, here's the juicy part. The Troll sequel that we're talking about mm-hmm. actually made more money during its first three weeks than the original Trolls made after five months in movie cinemas. Wow, eh? So what's the key learning here? This direct-to-streaming model yep. could change the movie industry forever. The big dogs at these movie studios are thinking, could going straight <laughs> to digital and skipping the cinemas... Who also take a cut of the mm-hmm. revenue. Could this actually make us more money? Could the Trolls movie become the new term for movies that go direct to streaming. <laughs> the Trolls direct to streaming model. Like the Pythagoras theorem. <laughs> and Murphy's Law. Exactly. While we know this new way to launch movies maybe won't work for all movies. I'm thinking Avengers or Transformers here. Yep. It definitely could work for some genres. Hello, kids movies. Yeah. While this won't affect Aussie movie fans in the short term because it's been delayed, mm. it's likely we're going to see this direct to streaming model down the track here in Oz. Yet another reason not to leave the house. <laughs> For our third and final story, Tesla, the electric car maker, has made a surprise profit in the last three months. Now, despite the pandemic and its huge economic mm-hmm. impact, Tesla just keeps on keeping, keeping on. on. The pandemic and its shutdowns have made it really hard for Tesla to produce its cars. But somehow, it's plucked out a nice profit of $16 million, mm. largely thanks to a rise in sales and a drop in its costs. It's not all good though, Brett. Huh? Working in Tesla's public <laughs> relations team oh, would no. not be fun for anyone. Tesla's PR team probably had about eight seconds of joy after these positive profit announcements. 
investments until it <laughs> happened. And what is it? Tesla's high-profile and super controversial CEO, yeah. Elon Musk. He went bang on Twitter <laughs> for another time. He's kind of called the lockdown... Uh huh. He's a naughty boy who likes to take matters into his own hands. So what's the key learning here? A divide is emerging between the world's biggest companies and where they stand on the global mm. shutdown. Should shutdowns be lifted and get the economy moving again? The more common view is that lockdowns should stay in place until infection rates around the world drop more. And then there's Elon Musk <laughs> and Tesla side, which believes the biggest problem right now is not the virus, but the shutdown of the economy. Flux family, plenty of juicy stories coming up Very this juicy. week. So if you're loving the pod remember hit follow thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow